Well, speaking of laughter, welcome, Karen Buxman. Always great to have you with us. I love the fact that you guys deliver serious messages, but you do it with fun and with humor, and that's what it's all about. Well, before we start talking about your 30-day humor challenge, Karen's a frequent guest on Nurse Talk. She's a neurohumorist, a keynote speaker, an author, and a nurse, and just an all-around talented person and funny person on top of it. So, Karen, tell us about your 30-day humor challenge. It's about being intentional. What can you intentionally do every day to create a humor habit? And with that, what happens is we build our resilience. We build our bandwidth. And humor is not the only tool, but oh my gosh, it's accessible. It's easy. You don't need talent. You don't need equipment. You don't need extra money. I just got to say, Karen, when I was working in hospitals, I went and put apple juice in a urine specimen cup and put a label <laughs> on it. And I took it out to the nurse's station and I said, okay, here's the specimen for the patient in room 405. And the clerk looked and said, we don't need a urine specimen. I said, I just hate to waste a good specimen. And I opened it up and drink it <laughs> in front of the nurse's station. It's always good for a laugh. Email questions. Shane, take it away. Dear nurses, comedian Roseanne Barr recently said she was going blind and had glaucoma and macular degeneration. Is it true that pot helps those conditions? And if so, how? As recent as June of last year, the American Academy of Ophthalmology released a statement saying there is no basis for prescribing marijuana for the treatment of glaucoma. Um, having said that, there is the anxiety that's caused by having these issues. I think that uh, marijuana can help, but it's not going to treat the original condition. And interestingly enough, macular degeneration, they're saying, you know, there's treatments for it. There are, but there's no cure to my knowledge. Next email, Shane. Dear Casey and Shane, longtime occasional listener, and I really enjoy your offbeat show. I like that they're occasional listener, but long time. <laughs> My wife just got the results of her regular pap smear, and the report came back positive. They found atypical squamous cells. I went into high gear and got a second opinion. That didn't really ease my concerns because my neighbor doesn't know any more than I do. I love that. You rush out to get that second opinion from your neighbor. <laughs> the best advice he gave me, though, was get a third opinion. So now it's your turn. We are trying to limit our medical expenses, but I don't want to wait too long to do something. Uh, and atypical squamous cells do not necessarily suggest that precancerous cells are present. So on follow-up, your doctor can do a better test to determine what's the cause of this and how differentiated these cells are, which basically the more differentiated cells are, the more dangerous they potentially are. This is... By no means a fatal diagnosis of any sort. And depending on how long it is until your wife gets Medicare, I think it might be safe. Sometimes these tests are a little bit more expensive, and this is something that I do believe Medicare would pay for. It's always scary when you go in for pap smears. Yeah. And it's the same way with breast exams. Whenever I go in for mammography, it's always scary. And when they say, oh, we see something, you know, it turns out to just be calcification. And I kind of knew that, but still, you quake in your boots every time. Yep. 